1: guys we are here with the hollywood life podcast and joining me today is my co-anchor ali stagnita
2: hi ali hi guys so excited to be here and as always make sure you give us a five star rating and tell us how much you love today's guest because we are (laughs) very happy to have her here and i will let bonnie do the honors in welcoming her
1: We are very happy to have our special guest today um, and to talk about a really fun movie that we all have to see. So without further ado, welcome to Bailey Madison. Hi, Bailey. Hi, how are you guys? We're doing great. We are so happy um, to have you here today and to um, be out of COVID lockdown.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I, I'm thrilled to be here too. I I look forward to the day that we can all, you know, talk about things we love in person again, but I'm glad that, that we at least have this.
1: Exactly. And listen, you've got a really special project, um, a new movie coming out. Um, and it's coming out, uh, on, uh, June 29th, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. June 29th. Yeah. June 29th on digital. And then July 13th on DVD, which
1: is really exciting. Well, and everybody's got to see it. It's called a Cinderella story, starstruck, and it is it is um, so cute, so entertaining. Um, hey, just tell us, give our our viewers and listeners. Uh, kind of a synopsis of what this is about.
0: Uh, Well, it's a part of the iconic Cinderella Story franchise uh, movies that I personally have grown up watching um, and was the biggest fan of when I was a little girl. I carried, you know, the original Cinderella Story with Hilary Duff on DVD with me on whatever set I was on, no matter where I was in the world, so to get to watch it on my days off. Um, So I I grew up loving these films and... um, this is, I think, the the sixth installment, if I'm correct, um, of the franchise, and it follows a girl named uh, Finley, and her, you know, dad has passed away, and she's living with her evil step family, um, and she's surrounded by, you know, the love of her farm animals, but she, you know, her biggest dream is to be an actress and to be a singer, um, but there's no way in her mind that she'll ever be able to, you know, escape her small town or escape, you know, the the, the world in which she's living in, um, but. A huge movie comes to film in her in her town for Billy the Kid, the musical, and they're holding auditions. And uh, after her first audition doesn't go too great, um, she decides to really not give up on that dream, but instead to disguise herself as a boy and re audition. Um, and she gets hired for the role. They end up filming at her farm, um, but you know, will she be able to keep the secret from her step family? Will she be able to? pull this off? Is there some, you know, lingering romance between her and and Jackson Stone played by Michael Evans Bailing? It's a really fun kind of back and forth thrill for the family. And there's so much heart in it and so much love. And um, I'm I'm truly as a fan of the movies. um, I'm really proud of this one. And as someone who was a part of it, I couldn't be proud of the team as well.
2: Well, and there have been some iconic leads in a Cinderella story, starting with Hilary Duff, and we saw Selena Gomez, Lucy Hale. Um, have you gotten to converse with any of the past Cinderellas uh, to prepare for this role? Yeah, it's you a know, special it's, club. Yeah, oh, it's a very special club. Yeah, it feels
0: feels very elite, and I don't know how I found myself in there, but I'm very grateful that I did. Um, I didn't ask any advice, maybe I probably should have looking back. Um, but for me, I think, you know, I, I genuinely I, I, I grew up loving these movies. And so I feel like I had a very, um, a very honest and true connection to what made the movie so special, because I, I embraced it as a viewer when they came out. Um, but, you know, I have such, such respect for, for the women involved in the films that, that created the franchise to be what it is. Um, and you're also in the hands of, you know, the people that, that started and created, you know, Dylan Sellers is, is our producer and he was <clears throat> with the film since the first one. Uh, and then Michelle Johnson is our director who also wrote this. And again, she was at the forefront of the original movie as well. So you know, was surrounded by people who who knew the films who who knew what made the movie so special and And we were excited to get to tell our retelling of it. And also, I think we were very focused this time around, it felt like to to really pull inspiration from from the very you know first few that had come out. Um, and that was that was very exciting for us.
1: Why do you think that the the Cinderella story in general like Cinderella has such enormous appeal like the the character Cinderella transcends generations obviously mm-hmm. she's been modernized you're a very yeah. modern Cinderella why do you think it carries such appeal I mean I think fairy tales are
0: classic I think we all love the idea of a happily ever after we all love the idea of getting to escape something that feels as if you're trapped and be able to finally explore the world in which you've been dreaming of. Um, and I think with Cinderella, it's it's a very, it's the perfect princess to be able to put into the modern world without feeling like you're stripping away its roots. Um, it's, you know, this, this classic retelling that will live on for generations. And I think that's why the franchise is so loved and embraced is it, it, it feels very welcomed. It doesn't feel forced. Um, and it takes you back to like simpler times. And I feel like now more than ever, especially something like this, uh, is welcomed hopefully with open arms.
2: Well, and I think too, Cinderella is so, um, it's one of those fairy tales where you don't feel like, oh, like this girl needs to be rescued by her prince. Yeah. It's something that can be modernized and accepted widely still today. And, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, Yeah. I couldn't agree more you're Cinderella. She really rescues herself. She's not waiting, like waiting for the prince.
0: No, she isn't. And I I think at the end too, without giving anything away, I mean, uh, the real love story is between, is between, you know, herself uh, and, and the belief in herself and, and Mm -hmm. the, the, the fact that she didn't have to stoop down to anything in order to, to be able to create the dream that she wanted. I feel like you know the the story that it preaches is is goodness and kindness always wins and um and then that's a beautiful message people tell but yeah I mean her happily ever after doesn't live with the prince that's just I think a bonus that she gets oh, the cute guy yeah <laughs>
2: um and how would you say that your Cinderella differs from the girls of the past obviously her name's not Cinderella it's Finley yeah. um, so your lead character differs from you know the other leads that we've seen.
0: Uh, well, first of all, I mean, I feel like it just props to, to all the girls again who have been a part of these movies. I mean, uh, they each each movie has continued the franchise people to be what it is. Um, and I think what they did so well was when you know when the original Cinderella story came out, they didn't try to remake that again. They 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 took what worked and then they they recreated it. And so each film has followed those footsteps. For us, I would say something that we all talked about a lot was. Uh, the irony of a Cinderella story has never actually happened at a farm. There's been no connection to animals, which is a huge part of Cinderella in the original. Right. Uh, yes. Her love for animals and her love for, for that world that she right. has in the outdoor space. And the there's a lot more uh, subtle nods in this movie. You know, when she's changing it out of her clothes, she puts her, you know, her little bandana over her head and she starts milking the cow. And that's a direct nod to, Cinderella's outfit, you know, when she's doing the house chores around the, around the the house. And so I think there's a lot of the subtle, um, elements that we took from the actual Cinderella. Um, But I think we did our best to kind of strip down the film as much as possible to try to find those, those, those more classic moments that happened in the earlier on movies that, that I'm personally really proud of. Um, But it's also, you know, a movie within a movie at the same time that's, that (laughs) hasn't happened for Cinderella before. Um, So I think it's constantly kind of keeping it on its feet and without making it feel, you know, forced or too precious, which I think, you know, we, we wanted to try to ground this world as much as possible. And I mean, I think we did. So I'm proud of that.
1: Well, I think the movie within the movie is really fun. And I sort of felt like too, that it, it also, um, you know, hearkened back to the Drew Barrymore ever after movie in which it's the Cinderella theme. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was really like the, for me, the first modern Cinderella where like, she she almost rescued the prince. like she really yeah. rescued the prince. She yeah. rescued herself and yeah. then she rescued the prince a couple times. Right.
0: <laughs> That's what us ladies have to do sometimes,
1: isn't exactly. it? Exactly.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. I do. I, I love that part. And and um and then also drawing influence from like she's the man was really exciting for yeah. me. You know, I we've also talked about, you know, the most the most obvious difference is the fact that I'm playing a guy in half of it. Um, And I think for me, uh, what really excited me about the script was I do feel like it's, you know, for a fact, it's for the entire family, for them to love and enjoy. Um, But there's a lot of hidden jokes, a lot of hidden messages for the adults. I think that we touch upon, you know, um, the sexism that lives in the world of Hollywood with the director and the comments that he's making about Finley as a girl versus the comments that he's making when she's a guy. and if you're old enough to catch it, you will. And I think that's amazing that we're able to kind of put these these things in there. Um, my evil stepsisters have turned into an evil stepsister and an evil stepbrother. Um, and so I think that there's a lot of fun within that, but She's the Man was, was a big inspiration uh, to get to pull from for this, to play both roles. And, uh, and I obviously have never done anything like that. So that was fun to wear a mustache for a bit.
2: That has to be so fun. Did you do anything in particular yourself? Obviously, you know, watching she's the man and things like that but to get into this role and also was it filmed during quarantine or was this all done prior
0: okay so uh, for, for the prep work yeah for the prep work uh, I did definitely I, I, I watched a bit of uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and, and she's <laughs> she's the man uh, especially there's a scene where Finley's kind of dressed up as a, as a grandma in order to disguise and so finding that voice was funny it was like how's the old lady gonna talk and, uh, and I had never had to to work with my voice in that sense to try to lower it or, or heighten it or uh, so that was a fun little challenge um, the mannerisms and the movement. I think finding little nuances about Huck was, you know, he, he scratches his nose like knows a lot and he clears his throat a lot and he kind of rests like that a bit. And so um, different body language than how I would usually carry myself, especially as Finley, but surrounded by an amazing hair and makeup crew and a wonderful wardrobe team who were there. Uh, our choreographer, Scott, who worked on all of our dance numbers, also was really mindful with you know watching the takes and making sure that I was always kind of consistent with my huck movements. Um, and then in terms of filming, uh, I would say we filmed uh directly in, in the middle of the pandemic, I think it was a couple months into it. We were one of the first productions to test it out, I think it was us and two other productions in Vancouver that were like, let's give this a go, Um, two-week quarantine, which meant my lasso trick roping and all of those things happened inside of an apartment on Zoom, trying to not hit the fire alarm or (laughs) trying to figure out these dance numbers in a little small living room, Um, and then we had...
2: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Three days before filming started, so that was all for wardrobe and hair and makeup tests. We had one day uh, for a table read, which was you know, six feet apart tables, but it was a chance for us to all get to see each other before going on a set uh, and filming this movie, which was really special. Um, and then, yeah, the rest of it was you know, COVID safety calls, our COVID nurses on set and temperature checks and tests every day. And um, I have to say, as an actor, I will hold this experience so close to my heart because uh, I think we had all been locked up for so long, missing the thing that brought us joy and without every single person being on the same page and looking out for each other we wouldn't have made this movie um, and so it was a, it was a labor of love and trust to make it and you know i mean had the situation not been what it was i don't think any of us would have experienced something like that so I feel very humbled and fortunate that we pulled it off
1: so you the whole cast and crew was able to get through without anybody getting covid yeah, no, started like how did you all stay in your bubble? Like you everyone quarantined first, <laughs> but then once you actually was the whole team like never interacting with anybody on the outside? Uh
0: yeah, there was a there was a lot of that. I think I think the big thing was trust. I mean, there's so many protocols and safety measures that you have to follow. Um, you know, I don't think legally you're allowed to say you can't you can't see anyone, but that was the unspoken rule that you all knew and uh, I think it was just it was it was the knowledge of if one person goes down, you're affecting uh, the entire crew of of income and and work and life and and getting to live. And so we watched out for each other. You know, we had people on set that if you weren't if you weren't exactly six feet apart, you know, if you were a little bit too close to five, you'd get yelled at and um, and masks and face shields and uh, I mean, so, so many steps and measures in order to make this happen. Uh, you're not just going to work anymore and learning lines. I mean, you're going to work and also in a setting of of protocols and health and safety. Um, so on the weekends, I mean, wow. we all we all stayed in. We didn't we didn't do anything. You know, we were. I'd go for a walk maybe with a mask, but that would be about it, just to get outside and and we just took care of ourselves because in order to you know by doing that you you're taking care of families as well. So mm-hmm. these people were happy to be back on their jobs and doing what they did and at the end of the day, that was just about respect and, and taking care of each other.
1: Really an extraordinary situation that you've lived yeah. through. Like yeah, it, was. it it's a, hopefully a once in a lifetime. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree with that, sure. but it was,
0: yeah. You know, I've, I've always, I've grown up in this business and I've loved every second of it. The thing that I think brings me the most joy is the fact that it takes an entire team and a village to make a movie. Um, that's why I, I love watching films and staying through the entire credits. I always get sad when people leave because it really does, it takes an entire team. Um, but I do feel like in the world of how quickly things are being you know, turned around and, and filmed, uh, you start to kind of lose that magic at times. And I feel like with the lockdown and going back on the set, um, the magic was was kind of relit again for everybody. I think that the mutual respect and understanding that every single person on that set is making this movie happen impossible. Um, there was something very electric. I mean, I bawled when I filmed this thing. I know when I finished, when I wrapped, I was really so sad. And uh, uh, I was just truly humbled to have been surrounded by so many people who genuinely cared about creating something and who genuinely cared about each other. So uh, yeah, very, very once in a lifetime for sure.
2: Wow. And you sing in the movie as well, or have a song for the movie called My Own Story. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that song and the, just kind of the production of it? Because I know you do want to uh, start to pursue your music career more.
0: Yeah, I do. It was really exciting. I had just come off of, you know, a couple of months before um, doing A Week Away, which I produced. And so that was the first time that I was able to do music and fell in love with it. And so, you know, once I saw I was doing music in this, I was like, no brainer. Yes, even more. Yes. Um, but My Own Story is our, our opening song. It's all about, you know I think in letting the audience know that she has so much more inside of her that she wants to give and so many dreams that she wants to live out um but we had one day to record the my own story then the my own story reprise something in the water um so we had about four songs to kick off in just you know one day because we had such um, limited pre-production once we got out of quarantine um but the recording process was great we filmed in like filmed in an iconic you know music studio in Vancouver. Um and then once it wrapped, I was sent a song from Michelle called Stars Align, uh, which we had heard on set one day, and she was like, I still think this for the end credits. And I was like, 100 percent So uh recorded that at the street in Burbank. And um, those were really fun for me. I would say stars Align" and something in the water or like the closest Bailey songs. Um, so to have two songs that, you know, even though I'm seeing it as a character and, and finding her voice through those songs, it's a bit different than recording your own music. I do feel like the country element um, is a bit of a closer look for people for me. So uh, I had such a joy getting to, to do that. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you've really, you really have grown up in the business. I, I think, didn't you appear in your first commercial when you were 10 months old yeah I was like I think I was like two weeks old to be honest
0: my, yeah no two genuinely weeks. I don't two yeah. weeks is because my mom was in my mom was like the commercial queen of Florida and she got casted in the Home Depot commercial and they needed a baby and my mom was like I just had one I can't leave her at home so I can either do it if my baby can be there or I can't and so that was my first thing but then I you know officially started from like on so yeah I, I don't know how I, I don't know how I'm able to still do it but thankfully people are still letting me so I'm
1: happy Aww. well so, you've yeah. worked with so many high profile actors thank actresses you. and I mean you a lot of people like you're you're very grounded like how do you feel like you've managed Hollywood so well growing up in all of this
0: well that's very kind thank you I uh you know, I think that's a tricky thing. I don't. I it's. I feel like I have tried my best to manage it. So it's nice to hear that. So thank you. Um, I'd say my biggest thing was I, my, my, me, my family are are my closest people. Um, they know me like the back of my hand. They're the first people to check me if I start to, you know, sway a different way, and to remind me of, you know, morals and values and things that I am. And so I've always had them in my corner. Um I also think the other thing that was really helpful was I wasn't necessarily in LA. Uh when I was younger I was always on location filming. I was always on a set surrounded by um adults of with the most respect and love and so that was you know I learned so much from that. Um but I think I do I, I love I love staying home. I love being with my family on my off days. I love my job. I love working. Um and I also think I realized at the end of the day there's so much more than all of this. I think the world of social media, the world of he said. She said. Is is really easy to kind of fall down, and so I think it's just being aware of it and, and checking yourself throughout it. Mm-hmm. Um, but have good people, good faith, and um, you know, I feel like could, couldn't couldn't navigate this world without that.
2: Yeah. And what else is coming up for you um, in the next few weeks, months, that we can look forward to seeing you again?
0: Uh, I'm I'm going off to film in two weeks, which I can't. I, I you know what? I can't stand saying I can't talk about it like, I always have such i I'm like, that is so
2: annoying. I know it's
0: not me, but it makes me sound like I'm like, I can't talk about it, you know, but like, I just genuinely can't talk about it. Um, But I'm going off to start filming in the next two weeks, which is really fun. That's why the blonde hair. Um, But then finally, you know, working on, working on my music, it's been a dream of mine since, uh, since I was a little girl wearing cowboy boots and, and saying I was going to put on shows, but it was kind of always put on the back burner and with all of this going on, I feel really, really ready and very excited to kind of take the reins of that. Um, and I also, you know, I'm a big fan of getting to create my own stories and, and kind of dive into the behind the scenes world. And for me, music is a big part of that. And I have so much in my heart that I don't get asked in interviews or, you know, it's a delicate matter to want to talk about. So to get to control that narrative of, of my narrative and get to put my stories out there is great. So um, just signed with, uh, you know, the Jonas group which is Kevin Jonas, wow. the most respect for. Thank you, so uh, yeah, so we're getting going on that and uh, very, very, very overwhelmingly excited and grateful to get to
1: get going. So are you gonna be working with Kevin or any of the, of the other Jonas Brothers?
0: I mean, who knows? I would love that. Uh, you know, I feel like I've got to get them some songs over, let them know I'd be okay. good enough, but, uh, but no, I mean, such respect for that family as a whole. They've, I mean, talk about navigating this world and, and remaining grounded through the whole thing. I think that was a big deal for me with music was whoever I had around me, I wanted to make sure that um, their, their values, their morals, their hearts, all of that aligned with mine because I could tell you a lot about this business that I'm in, but um, I only have friends and, and you know people that are close to me who could tell me about the music, not so much me tell them. So I feel grateful to have uh, a wonderful you know, team surrounding me uh, in my corner for the next steps with music.
2: And have you been writing your own songs right now And in this past Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I've honestly been writing for, like, the last couple of years. I mean, I was on a show for five years, and uh, I had, my sister had babies during that time. And I think I was realizing for the first time, you know, what homesickness feels like and what it's like to be away for so long and love what you're doing, but then also miss people back home. And writing was my safe place. It always has been, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely now it's more of a priority of making the time for it, less of my therapy and more
2: of mine. Yes. All right, let those let's two actually, Yeah, let's
0: actually, <laughs> let's actually let's actually write. Um, and so yeah, definitely, I, that's 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 a dream of mine is to get to to get to share my story and, and my heart uh, without it being condensed to ten minutes or without it being manipulated into something else. Um, I feel like I have always tried to be as open and transparent as possible. Um, but there are so many stories that I, I haven't shared that I would I would love to share about my life. So very excited for that.
3: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.
1: And everybody needs to be excited about watching a Cinderella story, Starstruck. Now, it's going digital June 29th. And so what what does that mean? Where can they find it digitally?
0: Uh, I believe like Apple TV, Amazon Prime, uh, and then it goes on DVD on uh, July 13th. And then I believe, uh, well, someone said it today, so I guess I'm allowed to say it uh hbo max a little bit later after that so yeah we're very excited it's uh it's a labor of love this movie and uh yeah we're really we're really thrilled for it to hopefully enter the homes of people and you know bring a smile on their face and a bit of a laugh
1: well it'll have wonderful exposure and so everybody you got to tune in and see it and we wish you all the best of luck on thank you thank you so much for coming in and best of luck on your future endeavors on the secret project and (laughs) thank you guys (laughs) and then the music we will
0: be looking forward to all of that thank you thank you so so much appreciate the support through all the years you guys have always been so lovely to me so thank you always thanks bailey of course thank you guys
3: Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: bye bye